Joy podcast and the first Seek the Joy Tuesday of 2018. Today's episode, I think, is a really fantastic way to kick off the new year. And on the podcast today is Natalie Wallstein, the career astrologer behind Soulshine Astrology. I was really excited to have Natalie on the podcast to talk about the magic behind astrology, living with passion and purpose, and how by gaining an understanding of your chart and of astrology, you can really call more joy and more passion into your life. What is so cool about Natalie is that she really speaks from her experience, and by really stepping into astrology and learning about her own chart, Natalie was really able to learn more about herself and and step into her own authenticity and find more passion and more joy in her life. She even changed her career along the way. I'm really excited to share with you all her journey on today's episode. I loved hearing too just about how she stepped into her own authenticity and and what that was like and really how in doing so in her work now she's able to help others to do the same. Natalie in her work also I think really reminds us all that we can use the stars and our charts to uplift us and inspire us to stand in our power rather than being afraid of the cosmos. There's a real positive end of astrology and it's not all this doom and gloom that society would make us think it is, especially when things like Mercury goes into retrograde. Natalie really sees it as her work and mission to help you expand your cosmic consciousness around life and career so that you can really begin to collaborate with the universe and the stars to fulfill and live up to your life's fullest potential. As always, to learn more about today's episode and about Natalie and Soulshine Astrology, head over to the show notes section of the website, seekthejoypodcast.com forward slash show dash notes. This was such a wonderful conversation and Natalie's passion for her work and helping others really comes through. And it was great to learn more about her and her journey and how we can really use the stars to tap into finding our joy. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Natalie. Well, thank you so much for having me. My name is Natalie Wallstein, and I'm a career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I use the ancient wisdom of astrology to help intuitive truth seekers and creative souls in need of direction basically align who they truly are with the work they're always born to do. Mm, I love that. So when did you first start working with astrology? Yeah, my story is so crazy and (laughs) there's so many layers to it. It's like I should maybe write a book about it, but I think you should. (laughs) The basic version of the story is that I was someone who was in need of direction with my career because I had always wanted to be a graphic designer since I was like eight years old. And so I did the whole thing. I went to college to do design work. I started my own business and I was working with female entrepreneurs to design their branding and web design. And I designed a couple different magazines for a few years and it was my dream job. Like I had created my own dream job for myself. So you would think that I would love my job And I really did for a long time. But then I moved to Hawaii in 2015 
and it really like shook up my whole life. They have a really different kind of pace of life in Hawaii. And I started to realize like, maybe I didn't want to be a graphic designer anymore, but I didn't know what else I was going to do. It was just like, I didn't want to do that, but like, what did I want to do? So it was this really strange feeling of like suddenly not feeling in alignment with what I had always loved. And I was kind of questioning like, who am I without this crazy business that I had thrown my whole self into for so many years? And I kind of went off on a soul searching mission and I've always been into astrology. Like I kind of didn't even remember this, but my friends told me that in high school, I used to tell them what their horoscope was every day. (laughs) So I guess I've always been into it. And my favorite class in high school was astronomy, which is just strange. So, um, but also not strange considering, you know, where you've ended up, you've ended up. Yeah. It makes so much sense now, but at the time I'm like, why do I love this so much? (laughs) I like took notes about everything they said in the class and everyone else just like had to take it. So they were bored. But anyway, so I found my astrology chart just because I was interested in it. And I saw on my chart, I learned how to read it. And it said that I was meant to help people on a deeper spiritual level. Mm. And suddenly it made a lot more sense why I was just like not very fulfilled with doing like surface level graphics for people. And there was a lot of things on my chart that were like I was doing like design is totally part of my calling, but I needed to take it to like a new level. So that's what astrology helped me do is like realized I was actually supposed to be an astrologer. Um, (laughs) It took me time to connect the dots, but eventually I'm like, this is how I could help people on a deeper spiritual level. So it's very exciting. It is really exciting. And what I really love about your story and even just hearing you talk about it is I think you were totally in a space that so many of us are in or feel like we're coming out of or or just embarking on where you think you're following what it is you're excited about and passionate about and you sort of start a career around it and then you start to sort of start to feel unfulfilled or or maybe you're not having the kind of impact or doing the kind of work that will fill you up and, and keep you going, you know, so that it's exciting. And I love how you use astrology and really tuned into the cosmos and the stars, say, you know, based upon when you were born and all of that. I love how you really tuned into that to figure out, you know, what your next steps are, because I think for so many of us, and and I'm also speaking for myself, you know, we're all kind of at this crossroads right now and, and trying to figure out, you know, what are we going to do next? And And I love how there was that design piece that's still in alignment for you and you've still, you know, incorporated that as as you've moved forward. Yeah, it's cool because I didn't like completely get rid of my whole career. That's what I kind of thought I had to do. I'm like, wait, I've spent my whole life building this and now I don't want to do it. So it's cool because I brought everything ever that I ever loved into my one business now that I can just focus on in one place. Yeah. And I love that. I love how you've combined all of these different elements of things that you love and and turned your passion into your career, which I think is a concept and an idea that I think people are just starting to wrap their heads around. Like you can actually love what you're doing. You don't have to, you know, have a nine to five where you're so bored and you hate your life essentially, you know what I mean? And then go home to your side passion. You can really have that passion be your full-time, full-time job or career. Yes, definitely. And the cool thing about it is that people, like, I didn't know I could love something this much. So with design, I really, really enjoyed it, like way more than any of my other jobs that I ever had. But it wasn't until I like read my chart and I actually read what would make me happy. Yeah. And I did it that I found out I could actually be happier 
than I ever thought I could. So it's just funny how we kind of put a cap on how happy we're allowed to be too. Yes, that's such a good point. I think uh, we do put a cap on how happy we think we can be. And and um, I think it's sort of a journey to figure that out and to have that realization. So in 2015, and you moved to Hawaii, and you really started to look at your chart and, and what you wanted to do. At what point did you just start going into astrology, you know, full force and having it be your career, essentially? Yeah, so after I kind of realized how much I liked astrology, things started falling into place place basically because right after that I found a program where I could learn learn astrology and I was reading books on it and I found out that there's like something on your chart that can track when you're going to figure out when your what your dream career is and it was happening for me that very week and oh it only God. happens once every 12 years so for me that was like a real like yes you can do this and I was like so excited about it and like so happy about it that I knew like this is what I meant to do. So I really jumped in full force after that and just started reading people's charts and I still had to finish up with a few design clients on the side while I was building this up but essentially I just jumped all in because it just felt so right to me. So for anyone that's listening, the the, tw- the thing that happens every 12 years that you just mentioned, what what is that called? So basically, Jupiter is the planet of growth and abundance and expansion. And it was crossing over my midheaven, which is also called your career line. Mm. So it happens for different times for everybody. Yeah. And you could be like 12 years old <laughs> when it happens. And you have to wait another 12 years, basically, to like really understand it like yeah. and use it to make money. Well, yeah, because at 12, you're not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, but you might get really excited about what you are going to do when you grow up. Yeah, that's so interesting. The the idea of of things happening every 12 years or or whatever it might be, you know, I think it's a good reminder that things in life come in cycles. And and at one point in your life, you may have an idea about what you want to do. And then as time evolves and, and more time passes, you know, you really start to have a better understanding. I think of what that will look like. And it sounds like that definitely happened to you. And, and what synchronicity, I think that you were in that program around that time. I think that's so cool. Yeah. The really cool thing about it is when you are doing what you're meant to be doing, things just flow naturally. Like it feels good. You don't have to work so hard for it because you, not only do you love it, but like people are attracted to that passion you have and they like want to give you the opportunity to do more of it. So yeah. it's just easier to be your true self. Yeah. And I love that you, you touched on that, how it's so much easier to be your true self. I think so what I've noticed in my life and, and talking to people in my life and then also having this podcast is that I think a lot of people are really itching and wanting to really step into who they are on a very basic, authentic level and and whether that means in their life or their career and doing things that they're excited and passionate about. And so for you in your life, I mean, what does that passion really look like? Is it astrology or is it other things too? Well, I think it's just I'm able to kind of come condense everything I love into one thing. Like I still get to design graphics. I still get to work with a lot of female entrepreneurs and inspire them, which makes me happy. So I think just, and also just looking at my chart, it tells me like what I'm good at. So I can do the things I'm good at instead of like struggling against the things I'm not good at, which a lot of us have to do to make money. 
and it's just not fun. So yeah, no, that's a good point too. I think um, once you're sort of aware of of what you are good at and where you excel and and where things feel more natural and flow and and are easier for you, I think everything is easier and it opens up and you're not you're not struggling the same way or struggling at all. I think maybe you were in the past. I I totally understand exactly what it is you're talking about. Yeah. What does it look like when you work with a client and and what kind of services and and things like that do you offer? Yeah. So the main thing I do is called a career alchemy session. And it's basically one part career coaching and one part astrology reading. So what I do is the session is basically divided into three parts And the first part of it is when we kind of talk about what's going on in your career, how are you feeling, um, what feels good, what feels off, like where, what's that all feeling like for you, like what do you want to change, just so I can get a really good idea, because an astrology chart can be interpreted so many different ways, so it's really nice to have that foundation to start with. And then the second part is me basically going through the whole chart. And I start off with the four main points as like your sun, moon, rising sign, and your career line is really your essence and what you're meant to do for a living. And then I go through all the planets and a couple different asteroids, and they all have different meanings. Like some of them is like, what is your dream vision for the future? What's your communication style? Um, there's so many different things, like what makes you different from other people? And it just really zeroes in on all of these things and really validates people. And then the last part, I go into where the planets are now and where they're going to be in the future to give you an idea of like where you're at in the cycle of your life and what opportunities are coming up for you. And I can also explain like what's been going on for you. Like, why have you been feeling this way? So it's in extremely in depth and it surprises me every day like how much information I can pull out of complete strangers who I don't know and they'll tell me stories about the littlest thing I see on their chart and I'm like whoa so it's amazing it's amazing how these things really resonate I know when I look up my own um, you know my own chart and and it's something that's always been super fascinating to me I'm I'm an Aquarius but I I think I'm sort of born on on a cusp because I'm January 23rd so it's sort of borders Capricorn in a way and so it's, yes. it's always so interesting to me when I read my horoscope and I'm always like uh, I don't know if I'm a true Aquarius because I'm huge on structure and so for me that feels more Capricorn so when I do read things about my, you know, like I'm a cancer rising. So when I read stuff about that, I'm like, okay, this is me. Like I get it. It resonates. It feels so good to me. Um, but I think it's so interesting the things you can pull out by reading people's charts and and what it really says about them. And, and it's so cool too to see, I think, when those things really resonate with people. And I love that people share like little like stories with you about little aspects of their charts because I think it's those smaller aspects too that a, like a daily horoscope won't reveal, right? And so being able to tune into those things and, and give people, I guess, a better understanding of themselves that way has to be really cool and very fulfilling for you in your work. It so is. I get to know people on such a deep level and that's something that was really missing from my work before. Um, it was just like kind of all business before. And this yeah. is all like soul and business. So I love that. And like with the horoscopes, the horoscopes are super general. And this is extremely specific. So like the horoscope you read about your sign, it's for every person who has that right, sign. Right. And this is like really zeroes in on you, like the exact time you were born and where you were born. So 
it's amazing. Yeah. And I love that, that you are able to have those deep connections with people because I think, uh, so much of what we do just like on a day to day is very surface level. And so when we do have the opportunity to, I think, make those deeper connections or have those deeper conversations, you know, where you're really talking about like who the person is and, and what is motivating them and and where they feel stuck and, and to have the opportunity to, help someone move, you know, in the direction that I think that they're sort of destined to to move in. I think it sounds like obviously that was missing from your work, but it, it's been such a great aspect of what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm so glad I had all the experiences I've had because I had to be like a certain age to even understand astrology. Yeah. And it was great for me to have the experience working with business women and all different kinds of businesses because now I can take that insight into this and kind of merge the spiritual with the practical so it's not all just like woo woo it's very like actionable things you can do next to help yourself kind of feel better about your life and career yeah I love that I love how you sort of fuse like you just said you fuse both so through this journey that you've been on I mean what has it been like for you sort of stepping into that authenticity for yourself and and really following what it is that you're supposed to do career-wise yeah that's such a good question because just reading my astrology chart that didn't like automatically make me a raging success overnight right I think that's a good point too that you have to work at it you know it like points you in the right direction but you actually have to have to put in the work yeah it was an amazing blueprint just to know like where to put my efforts. But once I realized all of these things about myself and what's out of alignment, I basically had to change my whole life. Like I don't live in Hawaii anymore. I'm no longer with the partner I was with then. I don't have the business I had before. Like everything had to change, but it's like, I, I was so crystal clear about it that it was really kind of easy for these things to drop away. Um, on some level, like on a logical level. Um, but yeah. yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think sometimes when you move directions or, or change kind of course, you end up sort of dropping the things that have been with you up until that point. Um, so that's so interesting that your life really changed so much. Yeah. And the cool thing is I had astrology to help guide me through it. So I can see like why things are changing in my life and why, like specific planets that are affecting me and making me want to like change everything. So I don't feel like I'm going crazy. I think that's such a good point. I don't think a lot of people, and it's only been within the last year, maybe even eight months or so that I really started to understand how what's going on with the planets and if there are solar flares in the sky. I mean, it's only been the last year that I've really started to understand that these things have a direct impact on how we feel, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And so, um, like I was reading something yesterday and, and this won't be applicable by the time this podcast comes out, but I was reading something about the solar flares in the sky and how that can, you know, increase feelings of anxiety or fear or depression or whatever it might be. And, and I think these are things that we don't naturally think about so that when they do happen, it's nice to have that reminder that you're not crazy, that there is a real explanation for, for what's going on. And I think it helps us stay, at least for me, it helps me stay a little bit more grounded with my feet on the ground because I can get, you know, lost in in what it is I'm experiencing or feeling. 
Yeah. And you can blame yourself like, oh, why am I so crazy? Why did I like my mood changes all the time? But it's like all energy, like the whole world is made up of energy. So it's so cool. We have a way to track it. Yeah, I, it is so cool. And it's it's something that I think is really tangible for everyone and accessible. But I just thought of this, you know, I think what's so interesting about astrology, while it is accessible, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about it. And I would love to hear what your thoughts are on this. I think a lot of people use astrology, um, not necessarily like a fear tactic, but like, oh, you better be careful because we are currently, Mercury is in retrograde, but while we're recording this, so people freak out. What are your kind of thoughts on that? Because I think there is a real empowerment aspect to astrology, but I'm not sure how many people are really viewing it that way. Yes, that's such a good point because the truth is that astrology is actually wildly complicated. So I feel that it's my job to like interpret it in a way that's more simple. And the thing is, astrologers are just interpreting things. So they're going to explain the energy through their viewpoint. So if you're reading from someone who's very like fear-based and kind of like anxious in their own life and maybe kind of pessimistic, you're going to get that in their writing. And so I'm like the opposite. I'm very optimistic. And sometimes people will say like, oh, you're telling me Saturn's a good thing or Mercury retrograde's a good thing. But I see it from a way bigger level, like that we're all evolving and we're learning lessons on how to be more authentic and more learn how to be happy and make choices that are in our best interest. So I really prefer to stay away from the doom and gloom and also to kind of like myth bust when people are like upset about these things and kind of explain like why everything that's happening to us is for us. And it's actually for our own good, even if it feels really hard sometimes. It's like teaching us really worthwhile lessons. Oh, yeah, totally. I love that you're sort of a myth buster. And I was going to say you are because I am subscribed to your email list. So everything that comes out is so positive and optimistic. And I love your spin um, on Mercury retrograde. I think I read you said something about how it's a time to slow down and look inward. And like, of course, there's the issue sometimes with technology, but you can use all this to your favor and to your advantage. And it doesn't have to be like this scary time of the year, you know, where people are like, oh, I can't go outside today because Mercury is in retrograde. So I love that you look at it from such a broader perspective and what you said about how even the not so great moments and the negatives, how we can really use them as a learning tool and and a way to evolve. I, I resonate so much with that because something I've been able to do a lot more successfully this year is being able to take those moments and and use it as a learning tool and as a positive for me. And, and so I love that that's really your experience and how you view the world because there's so much good that we can learn from those tough, difficult, not so wonderful situations. Yes. And I think we forget too, there's so much more to life than technology or your job or whatever kind of goals you're striving towards there's like a more soulful way to look at life and like enjoy the experiences that we have so I kind of like to like really turn it back to that as much as I'm like a business and career astrologer uh, I tend to take more of like a spiritual approach to it like yes it's I'm like a very achievement oriented and I have always have big goals that I want to work towards but I think it's all really more about like choosing to feel good and if your goals are making you feel bad or if mercury retrogrades making you feel bad because you're like super set on this one outcome that has to be the certain way it's just kind of a way to step back and realize like actually 
actually life is flowing in many different directions and things could happen that are better than you expected, but you might not have been letting them because you're so set on like how you want it to be. Oh, I love that. So for you in your life, I mean, how, how do you really come from that soulful place in everything that you do? I think it's so important to check in with yourself constantly. Um, I'm like a Pisces sun and moon, so I'm already really sensitive to energy. And astrology is just kind of a way for me to be like, okay, this like this is how I feel and this is why. Um, so, but beyond that, I also like journal every day to like check in with myself and be like, how am I feeling? Um, do I feel like these business opportunities are in alignment for me? If they're not, then I like to change things. So I'm always shifting and evolving. And if something doesn't feel good, then I don't want to do it anymore. So after doing this for over a year of like really consciously every day checking in like what feels good, what feels bad, eventually you get to a place where it's just like so easy to feel good because you got rid of all the stuff that you already know is like not for you. Yeah. And that's so interesting. And I love that that's a practice you've had for, for over a year now, because I think a lot of people are searching for practices like that and, and ways to really implement that um, level of awareness and, and knowing and, and trust and figuring out for themselves, you know, what feels good and what brings them joy. And so it's so nice to hear of, you know, someone's experience doing that and having such a, a positive experience, you know, even a year later. Yes, the great thing is it builds on itself. So like, now that I know my chart, I can always check in with it. Um, like if I have to make a decision, or even if I go shopping, it's really funny, because there's a certain way that you can dress that's in alignment with your true self too. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like your rising sign is how you're meant to look or dress. So you can dress like a cancer <laughs> rising when you go shopping. So, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> yes, like lighter, uh, like lighter colored clothing, like white or yellow, or that's really comfy and warm and nurturing would be cancer rising. And I'm a Sagittarius rising, so like kind of like sort of bohemian or different patterns or just kind of loose and flowy like pastels so it's just funny how it kind of it encompasses every area of life even like maybe the more superficial aspects but it just makes making decisions so much easier in all areas that is so cool so since implementing you know so much of your chart into your life and I had no idea about the way you dress too. That's so fascinating. I'm writing this down because I want to do some research on it. But have you found that you feel more in tune with yourself and even more grounded or just feeling more like more you and comfortable in your own skin since implementing so much of your chart into, you know, all aspects of your life? You have no idea. I'm like a completely different person than I was before I looked into my chart. I was very shy and I had like a lot of anxiety because I'm like picking up all this energy because I'm like such an empath and yeah. I didn't know why. And I'm like, well, how come people don't notice things that I do? And I was just kind of like, felt like I couldn't speak my mind. And I was just sort of like letting the world happen to me, which is kind of a Pisces thing at some, some, for some people, like there's positive and negative ways to deal with every sign, but, um, from reading my chart, I kind of discovered like what actually makes me happy. And so I'm like unapologetically this person that I'm meant to be now. And I'm so much happier, so much more open and outgoing. And people who haven't seen me in a while, they're like, wow, you're so different now. So it's been amazing. 
Oh, I love that. That is so cool. And I love how this isn't just your career. This is your whole life. And you've really implemented all of it to really, I think, revolutionize and change, you know, how you are and how you how you interact with others. And that's so fascinating that you've just have really developed such a better understanding of who you are. And so now, you know, what are the things in your life that really bring you joy? Well, the coolest thing about all of this is that I get to help people do the same thing that I've gone through. So my work is like probably my favorite thing ever. Um, every time I have a reading, I do a happy dance afterwards because I get so excited. (laughs) So that's like, definitely brings me a lot of joy and just, I don't know, just being my true self. Like I feel like whatever happens doesn't even really matter because I just like know who I am and what I want. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I love the happy dance. So for you, I mean, what does that joy feel like? It feels really easy and light instead of heavy and dark, I guess would be the opposite. So I feel like my energy, I just have energy naturally because I love what I do so much. Whereas before I was tired all the time because I didn't even want to do what I was doing. So like, I almost don't even need caffeine. Like I just get so excited about the things I love to do because I fill my life with them. Oh, I love that. And I think that's such a good point too, is because I think so many people, and I've had this experience myself, but you know, you wake up in the morning and you can, you're literally dragging yourself out of bed and you think, okay, did I not get enough sleep? Am I depressed? What's going on in my life? But once you really start to understand that maybe it has to do with the fact that you're not enjoying what it is you're doing and and maybe there's something else you want to do and and once you kind of find that passion and that excitement you literally jump out of bed and you're ready to go and you, you kind of have like that natural high I know exactly what it is you're talking about and it's such um it's just such a huge shift and I think you notice it right away too Yeah. And it's super contagious. So when people see depressed people, it makes them want to be depressed. But if you're doing what you love, you kind of give other people permission around you to do what they love too and be happy. Yeah. That's such a good point. And and that reminds me a lot of this, just the idea of empowerment, you know, it's like you, you've come to the space in your life where you're empowering yourself through your work and what it is that you enjoy doing and what you're passionate about. And, and I think through that, you know, you really, have the ability to empower those around you. Have have you experienced that in your own life too? Yes, definitely. The best thing you can do is just be a good example for other people because even like a lot of people don't even maybe want to get a reading from me because they might think it's weird or I don't know. I get a lot, all sorts of kind of reactions, but just me being like, happy with my life it kind of shows that it works too so I think like you can't always help every person but you can at least smile at them and show them like it's okay to be happy so it's so simple I think you're always going to get sort of different reactions from people but I love that in your work you're really making astrology more accessible and breaking it down and so in your life do you find that the people you've surrounded yourself with or or just the people you gravitate towards naturally, has that really shifted as you've sort of shifted with your own energy? Yeah, I definitely don't have time to be around people who like don't make me feel good. 
So I'd much rather not be around those people. Um, it can only help people so much, like as much as they want to be helped. And it's not my job to help everybody I meet anyways. But you have to protect your own energy first, too, because that's kind of the most important thing. And yeah. you don't want to be like dragged down by other people. I, you can't always avoid them. But <laughs> at least you can know like they're doing the best they can with their own life. Like that's another thing astrology has taught me is I understand like my whole family so much better now from reading their charts and I'm like oh this is just who they are it's okay yeah but all that is so important anyway I mean just kind of like coming to a space in your life where you understand that this person is the way they are and kind of coming to a space of acceptance and you don't have to change them um that's something I'm working on <laughs> in my life mm-hmm. um because I'm just like you very em- empathetic and very sensitive. And uh, my whole life, I've always tried to solve everybody's problems for them, I think without even them realizing it. And so just kind of coming to a space of understanding like this is them and this is their stuff and you don't have to take care of it or solve it or help every person, you know, that you come into contact with. I think that really it makes a huge difference on your wellness and well-being moving forward in your own life. Yeah, I like to think we're all kind of evolving anyway. So if like I'm not going to help somebody, like they will eventually kind of figure it out over time. Yeah, it's sort of pointing them in the right direction, which is exactly, you know, what you're doing with your work and and helping people sort of move, um, you know, in the direction that they're sort of meant to. I think we've kind of come full circle, right? In this conversation, it's like you can point them in the direction and and you do so with your work and and give them all the tools and the information. And then, you know, it's up to them, right? To decide if if they're going to implement it in their life. Yeah, exactly. And not to say that I have everything figured out either, but I just know like it's a choice in the moment. Like whether you have everything on track or not, it's just a choice to decide that you're going to be grateful and happy for what is and that you're you want to keep growing and evolving have you always had that level of awareness or understanding that it is a choice because i think for so many people or people just don't realize you know you have that choice so have you always had that awareness and understanding no definitely not it's probably actually only been like the last few months i think that's kind of the big thing for me right now because i was just doing some planning for next year and i was like starting to get really ahead of myself with my goals and then i started to notice i was getting upset and then i realized like okay i can choose to be happy right now like it doesn't have to be the end goal later and so that's actually kind of my big thing right now that i'm working through but it's like so powerful so i think everyone should know that yeah and um that's that's an interesting point that you were planning for next year and getting frustrated or upset and um i'm a huge planner i like plan my life months in advance and sometimes it's great (laughs) and other times it's really like does not serve me um and so i forget too you know like i don't need to be upset in this moment i can shift it and be happy and just be grateful that i have the ability to plan you know in advance for the future and so i really love that you have really started to understand this in the last couple months because that's something i've really started to understand the last couple of months too um because it's certainly an awareness that I haven't always had so it's so interesting to hear you know other people's sort of experience with that too yeah and it's like so like sometimes if I get really ahead of myself like just the other day I was getting like so anxious about all the things I feel like I should be doing every second 
And I was like, just took a deep breath. And I'm like, what am I going to do today? That's Mm. all that really matters is like today. And I had like a framework for the future, but really all that matters is what you can do right now in this moment. Yeah. Living in the now is, is easy to say, but harder to do, I think. Yeah, we always have to be reminded over and over. You're right. It's a constant reminder, but all you have to worry about right now is the now. And I think that's such an, a powerful message for people to hear and to be reminded of, especially where we are right now. So we are recording this at the end of 2017 and, and it will come out the first week of 2018. And so I know for so many people, this time of the year is really about setting goals and intentions and resolutions even. And so for you, I mean, coming from the maybe be an astrologer point of view or or just you as Natalie. I mean, what would be your biggest piece of, of advice for people who are ready to embark on 2018 and, and wanting to set those sort of intentions for themselves? I think the most important thing that I aim to teach through my work in general is just about the idea of harnessing your own inner power and to like create the life that you want to have rather than have like live living in the world others have created for you. So when it comes to planning, I really think it's about checking in with yourself every moment because your goals are always going to change. And even when you've reached the goal, you're going to have another one. So really coming back to the moment and standing in your own power and really paying attention to how you feel. Those are kind of my top tips for navigating life. Oh, I love that. How do you in your life stand in your own power? Um, I think it just goes back to realizing what makes me happy and what doesn't. Because like when I'm authentic and I'm being my true self, I'm like thrilled. And when I'm not, I'm upset. Because I think our like actual nature is joy. Um, Maybe I'm just like super optimistic. No, I I actually feel that way too. Annoy people, but um, (laughs) like when you're upset, it's actually not you. Like you're just reacting to your environment. So yeah, that's such an interesting point. And, and I've had people in my life who are like, you're way too optimistic, but I actually think who we really are comes is a state of joy and peace and calm and and love and when we kind of deviate from those things it's like you said I think it's a reaction and you know I think it's a choice and, and a choice to understand or or to feel that way and and I think it's um I don't know. I think it's harder for a lot of people to remain in that space rather. And it's easier to sort of go back into that default of the negativity or, or the reactionary sort of way of being. And so I love that for you, such a large part of it is standing in your power, which means standing in your joy. Yeah. And the cool thing is we always get a chance to like change our mind and change like every moment we have a new chance. So even if you go off track, like I have bad days, everybody does. Um, but you can always like decide that you're not going to like feel that way the next moment. So, yeah, yeah. I love that. I think I, or you said this at the beginning of our conversation, but part of what you do is you're an intuitive astrologer, but you're also a career coach. And so how do you balance those two in your life and in your sessions? And I guess my bigger question is, is really about balance in your life. Yeah, well, in my work, I really infuse them together. So it's not really a matter of like doing one thing more than the other. Um, I really like with the astrology, I try to bring it back down to earth. So that's where the the career aspect comes in is I want to not just tell you all of these like ethereal concepts, but like, how can you apply them like today, next month, this year? So that's how I balance that. But in my own life, it really is always goes back to like 
realizing how my energy is feeling. So that's really like, there's definitely some days where I'll work all day and not like even leave my house or something. Um, but then just to realize like, Oh, I feel really like tense and like, Oh, I needed to go do some yoga and just to kind of like go back. Cause you're never going to be like perfectly balanced, but just to be aware of that energy and kind of find ways to like that help you feel better that can help balance off like the really hard work working times with the more resting periods and astrology is a really good teacher for that because the moon on itself explains like times when you're meant to rest and times when you're meant to strive so it all kind of comes back to the cycles and I love again how just being in tune with all of that can really help people figure out for themselves you know how they can figure out that balance and I think as a society we're way too hard on ourselves and we have these endless to-do lists and and things we want to accomplish and then we get frustrated right when we're not uh, meeting everything on that to-do list or we're not achieving that balance that we think we're supposed to have and I just think the more awareness we have of, like you said, the moon and the sun and the stars and astrology in general, I think, I don't know, I think it'll help people kind of cut themselves some slack and realize, you know, what's going on is, is not your fault. And it's okay that you didn't have everything on that to-do list. And if you didn't do today, you know, you'll hit it tomorrow or the next day. And I think it's just all such a really wonderful, powerful tool. Yes, I agree. So for somebody who has maybe been in your shoes and, and, um, or maybe they're just, they want a career change and and they want to follow, you know, what it is that they're passionate about and take that leap or take, you know, risks like, like you have in your life, what would be your biggest piece of advice? I think it's really important to dream big. Uh, A lot of times people like want to look around and see what people are already doing and they think they have to fit into the shoes of what's already out there but I think it's really important to remember that everything that exists today was created by like somebody who had a crazy idea or something so just to know like the reality around you is actually only second to your imagination and like what you the kind of life you really want to have is more important than what you see around you and it's actually like focusing on that dream that's going to get you there and the good feelings and the good vibes that are going to bring more of those into your life. So speaking of dreams and and dreaming big, what would you say is your is your biggest dream? My dream is really that people will have the courage to embrace their authentic selves and to create the world they want to live in instead of living in the world that's already been created for them. Oh, I love that. And they can do that through astrology, which is so cool. Yes. And also just paying attention to what you like and don't like, even on a more simple level. Yeah, because I think, you know, um, just having that awareness and paying attention and and I think through paying attention, you can really look at what you're, what excites you and, and what brings you joy and just being more aware and paying attention and then, you know, choosing to do more of it in your own life. I think, like you said, I mean, it's so, it's so important. Yeah. And astrology is really just kind of like the blueprint of your intuition and so every reading I have people are like oh I am on track with my life and I'm like yeah you're you've always been on track 
you just didn't like realize, or you could always live it to a more pure level. Um, so it's really like cutting out the clutter that's like keeping you confused and focusing on like your bliss and the happy parts and working like every day to get closer and closer to that stuff. What you just said about how people have, you know, in the sessions with you, they have this realization that they are actually on track because I think so many of us worry that we're not. But just the fact mm-hmm. that you know that you're doing what it is you're doing every day, I mean, you already are on track. And and that's, um, I think, a lesson and an understanding that's taken me some time to understand. And, and granted, there are days I still don't get that and I still question that. But um, I love what you said. It's, it's a blueprint of your intuition and you actually are on track. Yes, always. So where can everyone find you and Soulshine Astrology and, and just learn more? I My kind of main hub is on Instagram at Soulshine Astrology, but I have a website, soulshineastrology.com, and I started doing YouTube forks, so you can kind of find me through those different channels. And I chart the stars every day to explain what's going on, but thing I do are the readings and I think my message is not to get so confused and all the like intricacies and the nuances and like the clutter um, because the point of it all for me is like to teach you about energy and like harnessing your energy for good I, I think that's such a good point and, and not to get lost in the intricacies and how complicated it can be because it can be super complicated before we go you know for people who want to get more involved with astrology or have a better understanding what would you say is one thing they should really start off by doing the moon is probably the easiest way to understand astrology because you can just look up at the sky and when it's getting bigger we're in a more active period working hard and when it's getting smaller you're in a more resting period and winding down and reflecting so on my instagram i show all the phases of the moon and that's how I got started in astrology and I think it's like a wonderful entry point because all of the planets kind of follow that same kind of idea but this is like a really simple level to look at it with. That's perfect. I love that piece of advice. I've loved having this conversation with you about passion and purpose in your life and and really how you've used I think the stars as a as a guide to finding that passion and purpose and joy. I can't forget joy in your life too. And so thank you so much for being on Seek the Joy podcast and and my hope is that people check you out and um, all the services that you're offering because I think the more of an understanding people have of their and and you know what that looks like for their life and their career I think uh, I just think it opens up the door to just such a better understanding of yourself and an ability to you know be more authentic and and to really feel that joy so thank you this has been so fun thank you so so much Hey guys, today's conversation with Natalie was so lovely and the perfect way to kick off 2018. I often have friends ask how they can support me and how they can support Seek the Joy podcast. So if you are enjoying this podcast, the best gift you could give to support is to subscribe, rate and review on Apple iTunes, and share the podcast with a friend. Ratings help Seek the Joy podcast get seen on platforms like Apple iTunes, and I really can't underestimate the value of sharing this podcast with a friend or 
anyone. This community is growing because of all of you and I'm so excited and I'm so grateful and there's some real magic in store for 2018 so stay tuned. Love you guys. Thank you and see you next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.